You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. For me, like, no, whenever, whenever a friend takes me out to dinner, I always try to. Um, not sexual favors, but like return to favors. Feed me more. Wake up. It's Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the Big Guy Ryback, sitting here with the third wheel Asian Joe, JD in Florida. Gangs back together for another week of a nice. Phone-free conversation. Joe, how are you doing? Phone-free conversation? Phone-free conversation. This mm-hmm. is just That's true. old time. It's just, Even though we have our phones in front we of We do us. have our phones here. We <laughs> sometimes go on them uh, during the show when we're usually tuning out each other. That's yeah, true. Like you two are talking and I'm just over yeah. here. <laughs> what's going on Instagram? Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm not, re- I'm not really sure what's going on uh, over there in Vegas, Ryan. What's, 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 on, what's going on in Dirt Sheet? <laughs> what's going on in Florida, J.D.? How are you doing this week? Pretty good. We... Uh, did not get hit with the hurricane. Unfortunately, um, a lot of people did up in uh, North Florida there, and I guess Georgia and the Carolinas. So, really, uh, yeah, they they it was one of the worst hurricanes ever. What category was it? Was it, it was just under a five when it hit. Wow, which is and what it gets right? Which is what's crazy. Yeah, no, there is no six. But what's oh. crazy is, um, literally a couple of days before it hit, it was barely. A storm, and they said, you know, maybe when it makes landfall, it'll be a Category One, because there's not a lot of room in the Gulf for those storms to pick up speed. But they just, all of a sudden, next thing you know, it was just under a five, and it hit dead on. It didn't slow down at all, and um, you know, we lucked out over here. But a lot of people up north, like if you see, if you look at the footage or the drone footage of uh, where it made landfall, it looks like an atomic bomb went off. There's nothing left. I haven't even seen any because I, I don't. I don't have the news on. I'm completely unaware of this. Actually, I need. I know there was. I knew a, a girl in Orlando. She lives in Vegas. She went to Orlando and she had a last week footage of like uh, uh, the uh, rain and winds. And she was saying, and I had messaged her. She goes, "No, we're not getting hit with it." And that was kind of the last I thought about it because I didn't see anything else after that. But oh. What uh? What parts of, um, of Georgia do you know? Uh, not specifically, but the it came in at an angle and it clipped uh, or went right into uh, um, right where Florida meets Alabama there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, quite a few times actually. That run. I'm trying I'm trying to remember the city off the top of my head that it hit right into uh, Panama Beach. It's called Hurricane Michael, right? M- Michael, yeah. Panama City Beach. Yeah, it, Panama City's got hit. That's where WCW used to to run the run show. Run all the time, yeah. Right, those outdoor shows. Man, I used to. That's that's no good. I can't imagine. Can you imagine losing losing everything? That's uh, I, I just can't even fathom it. Yeah, they said the storm surge was like nine feet tall. Yeah. It really? says, it says, I'm looking on Wikipedia, it says, Category 4 hurricane that formed near Central America causing heavy, heavy flooding in 
as a tropical depression then rapidly strengthened over the Gulf of Mexico as it made landfall near Mexico Beach, Florida at peak strength, ranked the third most intense hurricane to make landfall on the United States. Overall, Michael caused about 33 fatalities in Central America and the U.S. combined and about $8.1 billion in damage. Ugh. So, yeah. Do you ever get nervous, J.D., living out there in Florida with, I mean, all this stuff? Uh, I mean, we've had a lot of... And, and this is the problem, too, because this is what happened up there. Like, when they were getting warned initially, and like, oh, it might be a one, maybe a two, everybody knows if it's less than a three, it's probably going to barely be a one, or it's probably not even going to make it here, right? And But as soon as they announce it, you go to the grocery store, and, the, you know, the bread aisle is empty, and the water's all gone, and people grab all that stuff. But the only time that I got a little nervous was last year with Irma, because it was the biggest hurricane in the history of humans recording hurricanes. And, I mean, just the size of it, it was like, you know, three times, four times, five times the size of Florida. It was like, there's no way this thing isn't going to... Um, Wipe you guys out. Well, it could, right? And yeah. then it it behaved really weird, and then you it didn't turn when they said it was going to turn. And then it just... it would, Everything that they thought could happen didn't quite happen and it was just so unpredictable that um and then of course like you know i left at the last minute because literally the day you know less than the day before i was supposed to hit they said we were going to take it directly so i went by orlando and it actually came you know into florida south of tampa and cut diagonally and it went right to where i was <laughs> I so I, you had everything going on with Cosmo at that time too. Like it was, yeah, that was interesting and you yeah. know time. But yeah. it, you know, it, I remember thinking because our last night being stranded in uh, in Jacksonville. No, sorry, not Jacksonville. In uh, Gainesville, we got stranded. No gas, nowhere to go, no nothing. Um, and we got, had to stay at that five star Hilton. Because that was literally the only room. There was one room available. There was the only room available. Did they? Uh, you have to pay an arm and a leg for that during that too. Oh, it was like almost three hundred bucks for the night. Oh, and uh, they don't allow pets there, obviously. And so I walked in with Cosmo, and I'm just like, he's he's staring with me, and he got so much attention, and he had his little yellow raincoat on the whole time. <laughs> And he, he just he looked like Paddington the bear. Yeah, I remember you told me that. You sent me and he got, you know, we were gone for about three days, and he got so much attention, and people fawned over him so much. And he, lo he loved car rides because every it's, when he was a baby, I used to take him to all the indie shows I worked in. Every weekend was four hours away, six hours away, eight hours away. He would be in the locker room with me. So I used to joke that. You know, Cosmo had been to more federations than most indie wrestlers, but <laughs> but he uh, better psychology. Yeah, and uh, that's a joke. But he uh, he got so much uh, attention, and and you know, I was like, that's it wasn't quite his last hurrah, but for a trip, it was, and yeah, you know, it kind of worked out, I think, for him. Man, I just can't. That's. I lived in Tampa for three years, and uh, and I loved it. I loved it down there, but I, I, I don't, 
Now it seems like uh, here recently there's more and more scares. Everything with the with the weather and everything. There's more uh, catastrophic type events. Yeah, because climate change is a myth. With the climate, climate changes change and just no, but like there's, <laughs> I don't there, there's something I I don't know I uh, like I I like living in Nevada in the desert because I feel like you always hear like California right, they say it's going to go. But the thing is, though, did you see the billboard on the 15? It says Nevada is earthquake country too. No, I haven't seen that. Because there I, is a fault I, that I goes to be out to see that. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a fault. There's a fault through through Nevada. But I mean, we have never really. We've had. I've, we've, I mean, I felt. I remember. I think maybe a few years ago there was. There was like minor ones, but there's never yeah. been anything uh, like California. Where yeah, but if there's a big one, it's. it's yeah, no. They said if if, if the in, they said the big one is going to happen, and they said when it happens, it's going to come into Nevada too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because that's how so big it is. Which is funny because like, what, like I, what part of Nevada? I mean, Nevada is a big state. Right around this area. Right around Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah. But um, it was funny because, like, right before I came here. Rain on my fucking parade. I'm telling you how safe <laughs> yeah, I feel. Like, here. I feel safe here. It's like, oh, by the way, it's Earth Country. It's like, okay. I you know, move hey, hey, yeah. Good luck. You're not going to see it with all those storms in Florida. <laughs> guess what? I still won't have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. With, uh, guess where there's no hurricanes or earthquakes? I got one guess, and it starts with an M. Montana. <laughs> Montana, yeah. There's no trouble. I, I got a Wait message a from myself. Is it Yosemite? Up there, doesn't isn't there like a volcano? Yeah, like a the, the volcano? parts I'm gonna live. Yeah. I got a message from somebody. Oh, Yellowstone Park. Yellowstone, Yellowstone, not Yellowstone. Well, if that they say Northern California, isn't it? Yeah, Yosemite is Yosemite, but yeah, Yellowstone. So is well, there like a that, that, that geyser or something like that? Isn't there like a well, volcano? They said they said if that erupts, that could like ruin everybody. <laughs> exactly. So it's Montana like, is a good spot. So to I'd be the first to go, so I don't have to stress <laughs> over it. That's just just take me right away. Don't have to worry. Everybody panicking, trying to run for cover. Right. People driving to Nevada then get oh, hit with an earthquake. The people in Nevada go to Florida, get hit with a storm. Your last meal is steak. You're just like backing up from the lava. You're cooking it on the lava, just like <laughs> <laughs> dipping my chicken wings in a little bit of lava. Damn. Slowly uh, yeah. just taking myself out. The uh, those are real blazing wings, Buffalo Wild Wings. The uh, I had it yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah blazing? Wild. No, oh, I was gonna blazing. say it's like a honey barbecue. Okay, honey barbecue. I actually had to talk about my cheat day. I had honey barbecue chicken. Yeah, Buffalo fingers also. But uh, the uh, somebody from Montana messaged me like letting me know like, hey bro, it's not cheap out here. Just so you know, like <laughs> like I feel like they were like already trying to like Montana's getting defensive of me talking about. Wanting to possibly. Like 300,000 people living in Montana. Oh, they're very protective of it, yeah, I'm sure. Exactly. Se- seven people per mile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big guy and his vehicles come strolling, and they're going to be fucking hot. <laughs> fucking be right me and Aurora you. Mountain driving up there. <laughs> Rename the mountain Aurora Mountain up there. And uh, yeah, just, just live there forever. But uh, I feel like they were, they were giving me fair warning. Like, yeah. hey, we know you're talking about us. So I'm a, I love you, Montana. That's why I want to come there. Right. So yeah. I love Montana too. That's where I got that cheap that. speeding ticket. Oh yeah, that's right. The uh, <laughs> I was a big fan as a kid of Arby's. Had the big Montanas for a while too. No, remember I those? Know, no, I know those. You remember those, JD? Big the what? Big Montanas from Arby's. Was that was the name of their sandwich for like they had it for years and they took it off the menu. No. But it was like their largest mountain of a sandwich. It was just. <laughs> Two pieces of bread and, and like just more meat, meat than you like could possibly like just a mountain of meat. How much Big is that Montana. Thing? How much is that thing? I used to get like two or three of them as a kid. I was I don't know how I wasn't a fat fuck. 
because uh, I played outside all day, but yeah. I ate everything. Yeah. Mom pleaded with me as a child to stop. I would eat bags. You're of expensive. Ch- yeah. <laughs> My mom would try to cook fucking bake cookies. Yeah. And I would like she would leave the kitchen. I'd go eat all the dough. Like I was a like I, I had an issue. Like Salmon the feed me more thing, and it was great competitive. It, it was no accident. Like it, it was a real. We still got to do that competitive eating. Yeah. Well, challenge. I'm in I'm intermittent fasting now. It goes against everything. A complete Jeez. fraud now. I eat a lot though during my six-hour window, but I did a twenty-four-hour fast today. I had, so that so was. maybe we should in that six-hour window we should find a place to do the uh, the food challenge. Oh um, no, dude! I could eat so yeah, much that see, first yeah. meal. It, it's not a bad idea. I would actually do a forty-eight-hour fast going into that, <laughs> just to really, really up it, because that's my next challenge is the forty-eight-hour fast. Because my doctor, we just uh, my stem cell doctor. I just had another appointment with him. He's really big in intermittent fasting is when he's been telling me all these health benefits they're finding with stem cells. And he just said, he goes, and they're now recommending, he goes, none of his patients have been able to do it. He said, but he goes, we actually recommend doing a 72 hour fast into your stem cell procedure because it amplifies the whole deal. It like increases the amount of stem cells like double or triple than what they put in because there's all these stem cell properties to fasting which I'm trying to understand better. I got another book on it right isn't now. It, isn't it like, we, like I mean, I, I don't think it's similar, but like like surgery, didn't they say like don't eat for like 48 hours? Well, that's more for the anesthesia. Oh, the anesthesia. They don't want okay. you having it. And then I've, anesthesiologists have told me, they, she goes, as long as you don't eat for like two or three hours before, she goes, you're fine pretty much. But there's some people, they go to the bathroom or they throw, like they just don't want... Any anything negative oh, okay. possibly happen while you're under. Sure. So and, and they probably know they tell people twelve hours and most of them don't listen to that. Maybe they just don't want people to crap in this shit. You know. When yeah, they got to clean that up usually yeah. before the. You can't have shit while you're trying to operate on somebody. <laughs> well, no. The other thing. The other thing too is when they measure the amount of anesthesia. Yep. If you have you know too much food in your system or anything like that you might not actually go under yeah, properly right. or and if they overdose you too which it could have to try to, to try to compensate yeah yeah it uh, could have yeah. negative negative consequences on that and dude i told you when i went to do my when i left wwe and i got my ear and nose fixed right away the doctor wanted to do both procedures on the same, on the same day. day um but they, they luckily, they, the, the ear and the nose didn't really matter on that. But they, they made him do the ear first, the hospital. Then he, he was going to do my nose and my throat. He was going to fix my sleep apnea. There's a procedure they can go in and actually cut the uh, yeah. tissue out of your throat, yeah. which has like an 85% success rate, according to the doctor. And he, so I'm at the hospital and they go, you're getting both of those done? And I said, yeah. And they go, you realize... That she goes, you're gonna have to stay here for like two or three days because your airways are gonna be completely closed. So yeah. you're gonna have to be on oxygen. And I just said, nope, not happening. Just do my nose. And then I was in and out that day. And I was like, I'm not because the nose is completely swollen, so it's closed. They do your throat's completely swollen. I was like, I, that's like asking for fucking trouble. And I was amazed the doctor like recommended that. I was like, why would I want to spend two or three days there with a tube down my throat and right. Just so, wait. Yeah. Do, do you do you have your tonsils? Yeah, they've actually recommended that. They said that would actually probably fix my sleep apnea because my tonsils are over are, are good sized, overdeveloped. Mm. I don't know what. Uh, so I never had issues with them as a kid though. But they say that actually plays a big part in sleep apnea mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, do you did you get yours taken out? Oh man, I got 
I mean, I don't want to say it's a crazy story, but I got mine out when I was six, and sounds going to be a crazy story, Jude. Well, I, I woke up uh, in the middle of it. Oh shit! Okay, this is pretty. That's pretty horrific. Yeah, especially. No, it it was it was very. Um, I woke up and I saw the you know the light was real bright, and I turned my head to the side and I looked and the there was a tray. And there looked like two tiny little bloody strawberries on the tray. And I was just like, ugh. And then I went back to sleep. <laughs> what the hell? And when I woke up, I said, you know, it's really weird. I felt like, uh, you know, I, I mean, I couldn't really talk or anything like that. It was miserable. Um, you were thinking it, though. Well, I, I mean, I was whispering it, okay. but it, yeah. it, was, it was hard. And, and I said... You know, I asked if it happened because I thought it was a dream, and they said no. And it was so weird because it was like—I mean, it probably was like three seconds. I just opened my eyes, and the light was bright, and I turned my head to, to look away from the light. I saw the two little bloody strawberries, and then just right back out. That's crazy. <laughs> That's the best sleep, though, when you're that when you're like induced like that, and you can just go right back to bed. Yeah, I remember uh, listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. He actually saw his like I think knee surgery. Like when he woke up during it no, too. No, 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 no. They, they, they actually put anesthesia, and he watched the surgery. Oh wow! And I don't know if I'd want to do that. Yeah, he literally want to see like. How I like getting put under. That's yeah. like my favorite thing in life. So, <laughs> if you ask me, like my top five favorite things in life, Get put getting put under is like one of them. It, Wait, he, 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 he didn't go to sleep. No, they actually. I he, think they just put like local anesthesia taps. and watched, and he watched the surgery. Oh. <laughs> well, what, what kind of surgery was it? Knee surgery. It was his knee. I know, but sometimes there's oh, small procedures. Yeah. Well, I mean, still. Scope. Though, it was probably a scope. It could be, but I think one of its podcasts, he talked about, like, he watched I can't it. see, like, getting a full-blown ACL repair and, like, being awake. They, they, I feel like they would put you under for that. Yeah, but. They'd have to because the amount of pain, pain meds they give you. I think yeah. he, he said that he had to sign a waiver to do that. Man. Do you think people do that now just for their Instagram and Instagram stories? I wouldn't be surprised. I see some ridiculous things more and more, but. Well, I've been mean, I mean seeing, like, doctors, like, like as they're doing surgery, they take Instagram. Doctors posts. are getting into it now. Yeah. It helps my business. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I heard one, I think either a dentist or something like that, got some really serious flack for, um, yeah. like, you can't be doing when that. the patient's out, like, and basically talking while their patient's out and talking about, like, cavities and yeah. all that stuff. And it's like... Dude, like that's not why, the plan and place like, for it. Yeah, that's a doctor patient like you got a consent you like yeah. did he they sign a consent form for that? No. No. And I think it was like a, yeah, it was a, either a, either a dentist or a skin doctor or I wasn't sure. I think cuz I remember seeing that like a, probably a month or two ago Jeez. that she got I think she lost her medical license because of that. Oh, imagine just getting a procedure done and you wake up and seeing your doctor filming an Instagram story with a little <laughs> selfie stick. Yeah. Can you imagine it's like a plastic surgeon and like he's doing an, uh, you know, like a breast augmentation or whatever, and like he goes live yeah. and he's like, "All right, let's take a look at Lisa's breasts right here. We have 673 cc's, and uh, if you notice the proximity of the nipples, and... I'm sure that will be that will. I'm sure it's been done already. No, yeah. that wouldn't. Uh... I'm sure there's videos out there. And then at the last second, he's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna click send." <laughs> Gets nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I was gonna say yesterday. Though, uh, if I'm a little tired, by the way, today, the uh, I took, I, I feel like uh, I took more CBD than I've ever taken. I saw, I saw you posted that you took some CBD on your Instagram. I didn't post that I took CBD on my. I'm pretty sure I did. I saw like something like CBD. 
on your Instagram post. Oh, uh, that was like the. Didn't oh, you oh that was the tea I have. Oh, that was tea. yesterday. That yeah. Was tea, yeah. That's a PJ Black. Justin Gabriel told me about this matcha green tea. Okay. It's CBD infused green tea by this BuddhaTeas.com. It's uh, it's actually it's actually good good energy. I'll usually do like one or two tea bags of it in place. Like tea I bags. did coffee tonight, rather, huh? Tea bags. Yeah. It's tea bag. You, <laughs> you just keep it to one or two. Just one or two. <laughs> usually, just go one tea bag. Yeah. Two, two. One one for one for each side of your face. Yeah. Uh, the. Uh, but I went to the the I called the uh, reef dispensaries here yeah. in town. And by the way, I do more, me and JD, and we've talked about the Aurora Cannabis, another great day today. Yeah. We're, we're sitting pretty going into uplisting whenever, it, hopefully it comes Wednesday. Hey, haven't made, the, JD, you haven't heard an announcement on this yet, right? I did see somebody post and said that there's a place you can go and look to see who rings the bell each morning. Yeah. And Wednesday's slot is open. Very interesting. And usually the days are, they're filled in. Well, usually they have it scheduled. Who's yeah, ringing the yeah. bell? Yeah, very interesting. We have a theory. Yeah. yeah, that's. We'll wait and see, but uh, which would be would would be a, It's going to be a great day. Great. It's it's already great, but we'll so see what you happens. Were, you were missing Reef. But uh, yeah, I went to Reef. Cause I'm a little tired now. I but I called for those CBD capsules that they're always out of stock mm-hmm. of, and they're out of stock again. And the guy, I don't like the CBD vape pens. Right. They make my eye twitch. My left eye starts twitching when really? I'm, and I couldn't, I thought it was like, was like, oh, am I doing too much caffeine? And I go, wait a second. No, my caffeine consumption is exactly the same as it's been for months now where I usually do my, um, I do my wake up unlimited energy in the morning. I usually do a medium or large Starbucks before the gym. And then I'll usually do a decaf like around six o'clock at night. Sometimes I'll do another, a K cup, mm-hmm. which is about anywhere from. 80 to another 100 milligrams of caffeine at night. Or I do the tea, the, the, the tea bags, and uh, the green matcha tea. Um, but my, when I got the CBD vape pens, my left eye started twitching. And I, uh, I was like, what the hell? And uh, I stopped it. The eye like, stopped twitching after a couple days. And uh, I go, let's, let's, let's try it again. I bought these two pens. I want to go through them. Do it again. Sure enough, starts right back up. Mm. Takes a couple days after stopping for it to go away, and uh, has it hasn't been an issue. So, anyways, I called today. No capsules, but they have these new gummies and uh, the CBD gummies, mm-hmm. where uh, each bag is 100 milligrams of CBD. Yeah, it's uh, it's I think it's mandated. I don't it, think it can be anything over. Yeah, it's, it's actually like 95.6 grams or whatever, right. but you can break it up to each gum is like eight and a half milligrams. I think there are 11 in there or something, mm-hmm. but uh. It was uh, four bags for 20 bucks. That's so okay. four, four bags. Uh, how many in there? Ten? 11 gummies in 11 each bag. Okay. Eight, eight and a half milligrams each one. Oh, that's a pretty good deal. So, no, it's an amazing deal. Yeah. And uh, they had THC gummies for the same thing. And I was just like, uh, that stuff messes. I don't really like it. Well, it's I... funny because like, I actually, one of my, my, my bowlers, and one of my teammates in my bowling team, like, he would, I would give him gummies because he, he would have back issues. And so... I would give him gummies, and he's our highest average bowler. He would bowl while he was high? He would bowl while he was high. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. 
Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you he went through some serious snacks at that that the the uh, snack bar, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, he'll, he he does you don't eat. If you got me high at a bowling alley, I wouldn't even be bored. I'd be sitting there eating right. hot dogs, pretzels, and right. nachos. No, he'll get he'll get cotton mouth, but that's pretty much it. He uh, but he bowls he bowls when he's high. Like we'll give him, I'll give him like a couple gummies, and after about maybe probably uh, 15, 20 minutes, kicks in. He's bowling. Wow. Freaking striking you every time. I'm I'm I feel really out of it though. Tired wise, I took four gummies, which is thirty four <laughs> milligrams of CBD. Right. They say for a guy like my size, twenty milligrams. But I feel I wanted to see if I felt better like around 30 for the anti-inflammatory sure. properties. Sure. So, and then, so I took four gummies. And uh, I probably could have done three, and that would have been more than 20 yeah. milligrams. You, but always I wanna, you always want a microdose. And make but sure. the CBD, though, doesn't, it, taking it at that high of a dosage, though, can bring on relaxation and like ty- like make yeah. you tired. And I, this is the first, I never felt it on 20. I feel it, though, tonight, because I had a coffee afterwards, and I don't feel like I had a coffee, so... Mm. I might fall asleep at some point during this show. If I open my eyes and look and just like, see the light. Welcome to <laughs> Conversation with Asian Joe and Jay. He's going he's gonna, to wake up and there'll be tea bags and he's going to be like, wait a minute, I thought I was talking about tea bags. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, I, I knew we were going to go there. Yeah. You know, Joe, speaking of, of uh, bowling, I've always maintained that I bowl much better after I've had at least one or two drinks. Yeah, of course. That is true. Because I, I, I overanalyze everything I do when I'm completely yeah. sober. Mm-hmm. Take the edge off, and all of a sudden, I'm fucking Roy Munson yeah. with both hands. Yeah, yeah usually Favorite that's what movie. it is. Is you, if you want to keep, because like you're just overthinking it. You know, it's a simple game: just throw a ball and make things fall. That's pretty much what it is. So, do you ever just sometimes find uh, lanes where the pins don't feel like, uh, like I, I? Oh yeah. Like for example, Vegas the lanes I've seen are pretty consistent because I feel like they keep up. Maybe they're not. No, no, it's not. Because, well, the thing is, I bowl in different <laughs> lanes. You can totally tell which lanes either have some more oil or a lot drier. Or the is pins. there anything with the pins where the yeah, pins can the be? Yeah, the pins, because, like, after the over pins time, are old. Yeah, if the pins go old, they, we, call it, we call it a lot of times either, I wouldn't say. Limp pin? No, I, I, no. They need some, I'm trying to give the pins some the, blue the right, chew. I don't think. Limpin', limpin' ain't easy, no, dude. We usually call it, well, if a lane, if a pin is, like, in the gutter, like, that's away from the, uh, the sweeper, we call it dead wood. So, <laughs> so we call so we call the uh, the guy in the front desk. Yeah, we got dead wood in the lanes. So that is like a term for if the yeah, pins have, are kind yeah. of like not if the lane or like you know pins are offset, um, the the pins suck in the rack, you know we or you know the, dead wood. That's good to know the yeah. terms for. Yeah. Me and Luke Harper did a bowling challenge uh, in Albany. I'll never forget. And there's no doubt in my mind. I knew as soon as we walked in, the uh, I was in trouble and. Uh, the first frame, I threw a strike my first one, I think. Yeah. And But the way the ball sounded on, like, the pin, I was just like, ooh, this isn't good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had, I bowled one of my worst games. He beat me, actually. It was, I was ashamed of myself. We, it was a game for money, too. Oh, wow. And his kid, well, there's a well, picture well, of his kid with all the money. Well, I don't even remember. It wasn't like, it wasn't like a blowout or anything, but it sure. wasn't great either. I was okay. just, I was ashamed of myself. And uh, we'd had this bet for quite some time. But you can't make excuses. He beat me. He he clearly bowled better on those lanes. Sure. But he was back home in his back east territory. 
But those lanes were nowhere yeah, near I like mean, Vegas. Uh, the pins they were dead wood. That's 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 the thing. Like what Fuck we you, like sometimes sometimes like we would bowl amazing. We all of us would get two hundred averages in each game. Yeah. And then then the next week we're struggling because either lanes are too dry because there's no oil on the lanes, or dead wood. Dead wood. Dead wood gets you every time. Yeah, dead wood gets. On. Well, then that's why we need the blue chew to uh, get get this back up. You'll never have dead wood with blue no, chew. Of course not. It's never. So that's the reason why before we bowl, we take a pill of blue chip. The official sponsor <laughs> for the PBA. I, I've, I've, I've heard a rumor. I've yet to see if it's true, though, but I kind of believe it. If you take a bunch of blue chew and you put it in some water and you stir it up, if you, like, take a paintbrush and, like, paint it on things, all of a sudden they become harder. <laughs> Speaking of paint, by the way, Asian Joe... Recommends the, the the Lee, the guy who painted the podcast. Oh, we're room. calling him out. I get a text message from 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 Ryback. It's like, hey, don't 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 let him know. Don't don't tell. Because Lee's a very nice guy, he and I was telling nice Jay, he's actually into like all the self improvement stuff, and like he he's, we had a nice conversation about sure. that. But he now I realize that just hear me out on this. He so he actually fixed the stairs where the dogs chewed the baseboard up in the right. corner. Who, the, which the other guy says he was going to charge you, or he didn't say who say he. Could he was do no, it. he's going to charge way he more. He's going to charge yeah. way more. And, and what? And wanted, what did Lee? What did Lee? Lee he only him? wanted gas money. Exactly. So, but I ended up giving him giving him like eighty bucks okay. or something. Seventy five, eighty. Then bucks. you should have called him back and said, "I want eighty bucks and come clean this fucking." So mess. no, but he spilled. I it had to have been the the paint. I don't know how because he gave me the can. Yeah. And it was full. Okay. A paint. So I don't know how if he would have spilled the paint. Like, maybe maybe there was paint stuck in his shoe. Maybe. No, 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 no. Oh, so it was actually a spill. Yeah, there but okay, the carpet was rock hard. Yeah. And it was so the blue chew. Did he spill blue chew? <laughs> he, spilled yeah, he spilled blue, blue chew, chew mixed <laughs> with paint. Uh but I have the dark blue carpet and it's uh Wait, blue carpet? Blue hard carpet, yeah, blue, blue hard, hard blue carpet. You wait, uh, you, you couldn't actually see the paint though, right? No, no, you couldn't. You couldn't see the. Paint. See, hold on a second. Yeah. No, but so, cause he left. But he talked. We talked forever after he got done, sure. and then he left. And then I went upstairs just to get up, and I start smelling. I could smell like really strong paint smell. I'm like that, that was really strong. Sure. And I, the carpet, and I looked down, and I was like, is that kind of discolored? And it was like very slight, but it, and I, the carpet's rock hard. Erect. Just fully erect carpet. And uh, I, so I go, fuck, I go get, I go run, get the hot water, put a bunch of soap in it and start scrubbing it with, with a, uh, just soapy hot water. Sure. And, uh, and then I go, well, I got my steam cleaner, but it's like on the part where it's like, there's no way to get like, he got like under the stairs. I don't do this shit was everywhere. And uh, I'm still, I've steamed clean it probably six or seven times. Still not out. Uh, it's still not, no, the carpet looks fine. Now. Like you can't tell looking at the carpet. Okay. But I'm going to have to get more – I'm going to order a really good carpet cleaner, and I'm going to have to scrub underneath a little more. But the smell, I can't get rid of the smell. It reeks it – smell. I'll let you smell the carpet when we're done. Okay. It just – it doesn't – I don't know if he spilled paint or something else. I don't know what else he had. Mm-hmm. Is the carpet still stiff? No, slightly. Not nearly as bad as it was. It's like – it's the steam Wait, cleaner. bad. It's actually a good thing if it's stiff. The, not, no, you don't want the carpet to be stiff when oh, you're okay. walking on it. Right. You want it to be nice and soft and comfortable and, uh, and harmless. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I've uh, – but I told Asian Joe, don't tell him. I go, he's but yeah, we're nice going to be on the podcast. He clearly, was, he clearly was, like, afraid to say something. Like, what am I going to do, sure. beat, beat the shit out of the guy that just – That would be awesome. <laughs> 
In my own house? Eh. I don't know. Hey, so, sounds good. But thanks for the recommendation, Asian Joe. Hey, he painted this room. He did. He did a great so, job on the podcast um, room. As you yeah. can see with our new camera for the show, we got yeah, a much I better actually, shot. Yeah, I did. I recommended this You camera. did recommend the camera. That Versus, was a good call. Yeah. Yeah, I did. We also recommended the other one too, yeah, but you yeah. also recommended selling it on eBay, which so you like you righted yeah, all of it. I, yeah, I even things out. Your recommendations are pretty good. Yeah, if it comes I got, to I tech got, stuff, I got I, I got this board, um, the laptop. Oh, the first laptop didn't work out, but we we realized you did. That. You did again. You corrected it though yeah, with the second, and I was able to return the first. Yeah. Anytime you've made a mistake, it's been correctable. Yeah, of course, I know that. The Lee thing is a little questionable yeah, still. Well, he's a good find though. He's a great that's, handyman. That's you know that it happens. Do you think it's possible that while he was doing handyman stuff, he saw a blue chew and he thought it was a candy and he popped yeah, it in his mouth? I think that's what and he. He started chewing it and he's like, oh, this doesn't taste like a candy. Like maybe he thought it'd be like real sweet or something. So he spit it out and it hit the carpet. And then like, you know, the magic happened just in the wrong spot. He got nervous and spilled the paint with it. And yeah, it all was a yeah. combination of everything. It just got hard instantly. It's very possible. It's very possible. Oh, I, um, it's an unsolved mystery. I honestly don't know because he gave me a can full of paint. And I don't, but he did a great job on the stair baseboard. So I can, okay. he did what he, was advertised. Yeah. What color was the paint? It's like a, it's like a cherry brown, like a. a cherry. You would see it on the carpet, though. But I think he he clearly got it out. I think he must have painted the banister. I think there's a little bit of a spell from the paint. I, no, right. it wasn't. I'm telling you, there's no way okay. you'll see when I'll you go up there. Like I'm gonna take a picture and send it to Lee. It's like, like it's it's like you'll be able to tell feeling the carpet that clearly this wasn't a little bit of paint. But I did say he's kind of old. And he's so, in his 40s. I didn't he's in realize. He's late 40s. Yeah. He, has a, he has a kid. So I always make fun of that. him. I think he's probably has, a, a, you know, uh, was it Alzheimer's or something like that sometimes? So. I don't, it's not like, he's not like he's 75 years old or anything. Hey, he's like 41. Hey, he can kick in early. Who knows? All right. I think we're going to go ahead. We're going to take a quick little break. We're going to come back. I'm going to take a little nap. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Guys, looking to last longer and go a few extra rounds? Get to BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com has the first ever chewable that brings you performance in the bedroom to another level. Check this out. They've got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so they work. Since they're chewable, they'll work even faster than a pill. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And this stuff is cheaper than those other two, so this is a no-brainer. Plus, you don't need to go to the doctor's office or spend time waiting in the pharmacy line because Blue Chew ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use promo code RYBACK. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code RYBACK. We are back. All right. I had a great cheat day Saturday before. Yeah. So what Pizza. happened Saturday when I said I invited? No, no Sunday. Cheat day Sunday. Oh, sorry. Sunday. I, here's you want to know what went into my decision making, just so you know the importance of the sure. what goes through how my mind works. Saturday was my keto day of no carbs. Okay. Sunday I wake up. I'm allowed to eat from the moment I wake up till 5:30 p.m. I only have a, a, that window to eat in. Because then I fast from 5.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. the following day, which was today. <clears throat> you wanted me to, to, to meet out, and so I was debating. I was like, if I go out late at night, we're going to drink late into the night. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 
be hungover as fuck. I already know, because if I'm going out and I'm around all you guys, I'm going to have some drinks. Sure. I'm not going to go there and just sit there and, like, high-five. And... That's what we all see dead. <laughs> do selfies just do Instagram stories that was like that was pretty much the entire like the entire time that's pretty much all girls do don't, yeah. they don't even experience anything they just Instagram story everything the uh, but I was like if I do that and then sleep I'm gonna sleep in my Sunday's gonna be shit yeah. I'll, I'll probably be able to get up and order a pizza or something and have one cheat thing okay. but I'm gonna be starving by the time this fast I need to get a few meals in and, and so I just said no and I went to bed early got up early had nine Krispy Kreme donuts, six in one sitting, three later on in the day. That's usual. Uh, two fuel meals for my breakfast and a protein shake with three donuts before the I went to the gym and did cardio. Uh-huh. And then came back and got a large stuffed crust, pepperoni, and uh, uh, olive <coughs> pizza. And, uh, and 16 of those uh, honey barbecue buffalo bites. And I only ate like eight or nine of them. I couldn't because oh, I, oh, this, it, this I ate the whole pizza. So. Only, only, only. <laughs> but I was I wanted to, uh, I, I wanted to eat all of it, but I was like, I can't. I, this is too much for this sitting. Like I, I was going to be uncomfortable. I didn't want to eat till I was uncomfortable. But uh, so that was my Saturday, my Sunday. Yeah. What happened on your Saturday? I. So well, my Sunday was fine. My but your night. Saturday was Saturday the night you was went great, out. Yeah. Like, I hit you up. It's like, hey, are you coming out? And you said that the other Asian. Well, the Asian with the girl in it, she was working. She was working. And then um, and then you said you were exhausted. Working? Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, the we celebrated Bridget B's uh, birthday. Uh, he's a female performer. And actually, if you see my Instagram. Is that Bridget right there? This is Bridget. With her well, she looks like a pretty nice girl. <laughs> yeah. So, what, did you find out what the B stands for? Uh, actually, I forgot to ask her. Pretty so, sure it stands for what we think it stands yeah, for. So, <laughs> Look at, that is a big ass. Which is ad. actually the reason why when I brought it out, when okay, so I brought it into the house. Let me see her. Yeah. Let's see how we look together. Yeah. <laughs> we look pretty good together. So, uh, but actually, her day, since today's Monday, I actually do want to wish her a happy birthday. Uh, she's 25 years young. Hey, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I uh, just want to wish her a happy birthday. Happy uh, birthday, Bridget B. But uh, I also want to give a shout out to Nicolette Shea was there. Um, Who? Nicolette Shea. She's, uh, I think she was Nicolette. a Nicolette. Oh, I thought you said Nicholas Shea. That no, was the, uh, I was no, like. No, that's a, that's a singer. From yeah, the, that's what I was like, like you're really excited. I want to give a shout out no. to Nicholas Shea. But no, so, so Nicholas Shea was there. Uh, Charles Dara um, was there. And then uh, Mello. Uh, it's a good friend of mine, and then um, Carmelo Anthony. No, Melo. His okay. name is Melo. Just Melo. Okay. What's What's actually funny thing is though, like as we're walking out, because uh, are we giving shoutouts to regular people now? Yeah, I'm giving. Okay, shout-out. just no, kidding, I don't um, know. so he's a good buddy of mine. Shout out um, to Jeff across the street. <laughs> so, but no, so Bridget, so they brought out this. Um, if you look at my Instagram, he actually brought out this huge cake. It's a Barbie cake, which actually maybe Bridget B stands for Barbie. I think I think that's part of the B stands for. To be honest. But I'll ask. I'm, I'll shoot her. I'll shoot her text and see what beat. It's that or one other things. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not gonna bring that but up. But that wasn't on the cake, so I tend no. to think it might have been so, the Barbie thing. So, so she gave uh, Mello the birthday cake because uh, Mello has two kids, and so knowing you know two young kids and they bring up a freaking cake, they're gonna go crazy. So we, so me and Mello walked out of Crazy Horse, and you mentioned funny things you mentioned Carmelo. Actually, James Harden walked into Crazy Horse. 
and Melo had a beard and yelled out, Hey man, you and I are in a beer competition. I'm going to beat you. And then James Harden turned around and looked at him and kind of smiled and kind of walked in. And so they actually... He Who's actually, James Harden? James Harden. Is that, is that his stage name? No, James Harden is a bas- NBA basketball player who oh, plays for the know. Houston Rockets. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, did you say Harden? Harden. Oh, okay. Not, Sorry. Not a, not a porn guy. Was that I saw it was like yeah, James Harden. Harden. I'm like, oh, okay. James Harden. Another one of our buddies. Yeah, the, yeah. the Bluetooth. <laughs> Fits uh, right into the group. I, yeah. So, no, he's a Ninja Turtle, dude. So, yeah. like... So he like so Melo's holding a freaking Barbie birthday cake and yelling out a Carmelo, you know, not Carmelo, but a James Harden. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna be, I'm, a, I'm a, on a beard competition. It's like, and then like him and I was like, dude, this is the shit we can't make up. So, you can't make that up. So, um, but um, yeah, it was. How always, was it there? How are the dancers at uh, Crazy Horse Three? I've never it was been actually there. Decent. I mean, I don't. How's it compared to like Sapphires? Oh, the thing is, the thing is, I go to. Sapphire all the time. I go to strip clubs all the time. There's I like hundreds of, of dancers there, though, the right? The problem is, like, it's just like working, working in the adult industry. You just get desensitized. But I mean, you can tell if a girl's pretty or not. Yeah. Are there pretty girls? But the problem there? is, though, the strip clubs, the reason why they're, they're, it's dark is because you don't see their flaws. And so. Well, of course, that yeah. alcohol, I mean, marijuana. There's girls with great bodies, but, that, you know, it's just any, anywhere, you know. Um, like, uh, what's funny because Little Darlings, they say. I think a hundred beautiful girls and three ugly ones. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. Is that wait? That's their that's their that's that's tagline. That's like, a pretty good tagline. A hundred, hundred beautiful girls and three ugly ones. I take those chances. And so, like, you go you go to the little <laughs> darlings, and you he's like you look at him, he's like, okay, you're the ugly one, <laughs> and then you're the ugly one, but you don't want to go up to him because you don't want to hurt their feelings. But it's just like, why would you advertise that? Well, I, I feel like if you're a guy, like you just you just heard me, like I'll take those chances. <laughs> the uh, what are the odds I'm going to get a pretty girl that night that, that comes over? The uh, me and my buddies snuck into a club when we were younger. Not snuck in, we got in. They didn't ideas. I don't even remember which one it was. It might have been Little Darlings, actually. Because it's eighteen, it's eighteen and up. Yeah, but we were in high school still. We weren't eighteen. Oh my god! Because you look. look Yeah, I was always looked like I was pretty muscular, and uh, I feel like I I was the first one. We used me to get into the club. Sure. And the uh, the first girl that comes up, we have no money, by the way. We're all broke high school kids, play sports, no money whatsoever. And like the first girl that comes over, she goes, "Hey, you want to see me? You want to see my tits bounce?" And she like did the like peck dance. Yeah. And I just was so impressed. <laughs> and then she wanted money, and I was like, "I don't got no money." Uh, and that was it. We left shortly thereafter. Okay. That. It was we, we we got in. We we clearly knew we we didn't plan this all the way out. Like we got in. But then we, we had no game plan. So for this one. is when you were what, 17? 16, 16 17, okay. yeah. We were able to drive there. So oh, okay. one of us had the car. She was looking for a tip. She didn't realize you were eating cookie dough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so, wait, so, uh, so anyways, it was a good night, though. Yeah, I mean, we were only there. I think I left. We left. I got there right around maybe 1130, and we left at 2. Any trouble with the girls? They do anything? Any fights? Any? No. No. They hook up with anyone? No. She just went out for her birthday, and what? She just? No, she just. I, they. 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 Um. She was just hosting. 
And you know, so she get paid for that then? I think so. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they paid her, and then uh, you know, it's for for you know uh, social media and stuff like that. Yeah. They, took, they, they had a photographer there, so they took a lot of photos and stuff like that. Was so, everybody all dressed up too? Was it? There was a couple guys that dressed up. You know, I dressed up in the dress shirt and stuff like yeah. that. But like, it had like the funny thing was, it had you gone because I knew you you dressed to the nines. Yeah. So I was gonna dress up to the nines, and then maybe we could take an opportunity to take photos and stuff like Get that. Get photos for the podcast. Yeah, for the podcast. But obviously, someone. Twins. My donuts took it. Yeah, took, you do- took donuts it, took, a, took a turn, huh? Took important importance over that for me. That yeah. I was legit tired. I was exhausted. But um, but I mean, I had a few no. girls like they come up. Like that's the thing though. Like I used to work at a strip club, and so I know that it's there to hustle. You know, they they have. Oh, of course, it's and just so work. that's the thing though. Is like I don't like I have friends who would just make up stories about themselves. They're like, oh, I'm a plastic surgeon, or I'm a you know I work for. Federal agent or something They're like that. doing the mystery They're method mystery one night method. only to try but to... it's just like, you know, it's like, dude, you're wasting their time. They're trying to make money there. Yeah. They're not there to, to meet up guys. I mean, there might be one I or feel like girls. they're all, though, they want to be saved. Yeah, but, I mean, Isn't that's that the, the thing, though. A lot of times they're there to make money. And so when a girl comes up to me and say, like, you know... Hey, you want to dance? It's like, no, I'm sorry. I don't... Like, I thought, how, I don't about a, how about a future together <laughs> ruling the world? Right. That's what they all want to hear, I feel no, like. But I I always say I'm always up front it's like look, I don't I'm not interested in I have dance. seven million dollars. <laughs> you just <laughs> no. no. So but I'm I'm always honest with them because I know because I'm well, I don't know understand why these girls don't like me for me. Yeah. But but like when they ask me for a lap dance, I tell them I, I honestly tell them like no, sorry, I can't because I get flashbacks of a horror story. Yeah, you said it last week, you got so, kicked in the face. Yeah, I got kicked in the face. Um we this is one before I moved out here. So we're in Vegas. We're at uh, Spearmint Rhino getting shit-faced. Um, and so we're like all – we all – like I think four of our friends. Uh, it was like three of my friends. And we all have this like the, the birthday in the same month or within a week of each other. And so we always like, oh, dude, let's buy each other birthday dan- – you know, lap dances and stuff yeah. like that. So um, a buddy of mine, they said, like, I'll buy you a lap dance. Like, all right, cool. So the girl went up to me and said, like, well, like a dance. And so my buddy's like, oh, he's buying. So he gave me a lap dance. And so I think she um, – she was facing the other way, and so, it was, you know. She did a sexy move. Sexy move, rubbing her ass on my lap, whatever. And I'm fucking drunk, so I'm like, ooh, good time. Yeah. So she turns around. Just like that, too, huh? Is that, <laughs> is that the noise you make for having <laughs> a good time, Joe? Good time. <laughs> ooh, good time. So, so she turns around. <laughs> her heel clipped my left eye. And literally, I s- literally go- went, oh. Dude, wait, am I, is this deja vu? Didn't we tell this story last week? I think I, well, I think I told it off the air. I don't think I, did I tell did, it on the air? I don't know, because we do talk after yeah, the show. Yeah, we do talk the show, but I, I think, get confused. Yeah, but um, if I, I mean. It's funny I, if you I did, did tell it. I, I think did tell it. I didn't. She told the story last week. They're running out of shit to talk about. <laughs> Somebody was bitching about it. Yeah, that. I didn't, you know, but so I grabbed my eye, and then I didn't even pay attention to her. And my buddy saw this. And after she was done, it went to my buddy. He's like, that'd be twenty dollars. I'm like, and I told my buddy, like, dude, let's get the fuck out of here, because I was so angry, because like I didn't. Well, it ruined I, your night. It ruined my night, and it it sobered me up. Like there, there goes my buzz. So, but Ugh. I was telling JD about the strippers in Vegas, and obviously I've dated a few, and it's not like I go and look, but there's a legit issue in Vegas. Almost all pretty girls in Las Vegas dance. Escort or something of that nature. Yeah. I'm, it like the odds are. What's well, funny? It's though, ridiculous. I've been, I've been to strip clubs where the waitress are more pretty than I've. Than I've dancers. seen a few of the fitness ones, and they're they're always they're all taken. It's uh, mm-hmm. so that would be 
like, it's, but like they're all involved almost in some way. Yeah. Something here. But I think the best job, if you're a beautiful woman, to be a host or a waitress. Housewife. At a, <laughs> that's what you're looking for. <laughs> um, no, but uh, at a freaking big high-end nightclub. Because yeah, when, they, yeah. when they're serving bottles, they get... But there's only so many of those jobs, though. I know. But if you can get that job, you can make so much money because of the tips. Yeah. Because they're charging anywhere from, like, 500 to 1000 Oh, those people... I think the, most, yeah. I think the most, most expensive bottles, I think at Sapphire, was, like, 2500 or No, $250,000. What, what is that for? It's, like, the Ace Champagne. It's, like, fucking gigantic. This, that's probably the size of this... Cut out yeah, B. but it's just champagne. I think it's just champagne that probably conserves. How the fuck do you pour that that big of a bottle? <laughs> you probably have three waitresses pouring that bottle out, I don't spilling know. half of it on the floor, probably. trying to. You have to get the str- the special straws that are like a thousand bucks a piece. Yeah, <laughs> you get put those on. Like, they're like pole vaults. Jeez. But yeah, Can you imagine just waking up and oh, we only spent two hundred and fifty thousand dollars last night. That's not even counting everything else. Well, what's else. crazy, though, they actually, at Sapphire, they actually have a team. Because, like, you know, what happens is when, um, like, a high roller walks in and gives them the credit card. Yeah. If they're, like, drunk and stuff like that, they get their signature. They get their fingerprint. Yeah, I did that at Sapphire. They put yeah. me through the routine. Yeah, they put the routine because they want to make sure they get their money. Yeah, but I, I can tell you for a fact. Like, I was, I was pretty gone. Yeah. And I, I remember going through the process. It doesn't matter going through the no. process because you're gone. So you're just like, you're trying to rush to get from that process done to go to the table sure. or whatever you're doing. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, cool. Everybody, yeah, you take care of me. Cool. Yeah. Fingerprint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before you know it, 10,000 gone, yep. whatever. Like it's. Yeah. The, uh, so I was telling, I had a girl I've known. She was a legit somebody I considered. Like, I wouldn't say like, I don't want to use the word friend, okay. but we, we, known each other for years sure. and uh probably over over two years now two two and a half years now so not like an incredibly long time but and she's a dancer but mm-hmm. she didn't didn't know that at first she ended up having a boyfriend she's never like done anything wait, shady. Wait, she didn't know she was a dancer uh, wait no when i first met her oh you she, didn't know she said she was, was a photographer most oh, of them that's the other thing they all lie they always lie they yeah. lie because they don't want to tell you what they do right up front and then uh and then found out oh she's a dancer then she had a boyfriend Stayed in contact. She never anything shady. She did some expo stuff for me for feed me more uh, more nutrition at the LVACs. Okay. And then, uh, but she, her and the guy are like breaking up. We've been ta- she was talking a lot more. But uh, she's on the other side of town, and she, uh, but she was saying she's like financially like in a lot of trouble. And I'm like, how? Oh, I think you remember something. Yeah, but story. it doesn't make any sense because I've never met a dancer that like has struggled. And, but she's like every night, like working at Sapphire, mm-hmm. like really pretty girl. It's really hard to like understand, like, how are you like struggling? But I've also seen girls, I only made 2,500 last night. Like, that's also a yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not enough for my Prada bag. Yeah, like whatever Louis the fuck. Yeah. I only made 1,500 last night. Like, you're like, you're not going to make that. And do you understand? No. Like, but, and then there's some that make four, five, six, ten thousand and doing all the other shit. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, she, uh, talking and then uh something happened i was like i was like i feel like going for texas day brazil i wanted the steakhouse and uh we're just gonna go eat. we've gone out to eat several times just nothing just Which legit kind of like you friends. haven't taken me out by the way i'm kind of 
disappointed. We, we're going to go on a date, Joe. Yeah, we're going to. So you can fuck up my name on the <laughs> shout-outs the following week. Shout-out to my boy, Rye. R- 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 Rye. Fuck. Or uh, wheat. Whatever. <laughs> she, uh, but then she tells me something. She, she's, she's like, oh, yeah. I, uh, she meant, made a joke about like paid dates. And I was just like, I was like, oh, if this, if she starts going down that route, like, and then, then finally she, so she messages me one day and I'd asked her a couple times, like, you want to go get food tonight? No, I can't. No, she works every night Mm -hmm. and, uh, always says work sucks, blah, blah, blah. She messages me one day. Hey, do you want to go to the, do you want to go to Texas day Brazil tomorrow night before I go to work? And I'm just thinking like one, that's like a hundred and something dollar place for two people that you're looking at like yeah which is whatever Ooh, got a ham did legs today got a hamstring cramp uh <laughs> you fall off your chair yeah, like, dude, whoa dude. <laughs> i'm they, not picking you up <laughs> from, from from my seat i didn't know if the big one was coming in there <laughs> <laughs> but it rubbed me the wrong way because essentially she's messaging me hey do you want to take me out and pay for my is this recently yes was uh fri- uh thursday thursday messaging me for friday okay and how long you known her? For over two years. Okay. We've gone out to eat a couple times. I always pay. But she messaged me like, hey, do you want to go take me out to dinner tomorrow and pay right. for my food before I go strip? And I was just like, I go, oh, I'll think about it. I'll let you know tomorrow. And she goes, okay. And then the next day she's like, what's the address where I'm meeting you at? And I never told her, yeah. And I just ignored it. It was like, whatever. I'm not even. Oh, wow. Because she, after that, she had said to me the day before, she goes, oh, I got a, a paid date. Um tonight blah 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 um because something i go why not tonight or something and she goes oh i have a paid date mm. so instantly when i hear that like because to me that that's called being an escort yeah, like i said in it yeah. and that yeah and even if you say they all say oh i don't have sex on the dates i don't have sex on the dates some probably don't but the sure thing you is, don't yeah, sure either way none of my business what you do I, but i'm not going to invest my time in somebody mm-hmm. and like I've just that, that, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. I understand that because because they're gonna get proposition from no guy just pays for a girl to go on a date. Yeah, and then because usually what say you pay five hundred dollars for that. Mm-hmm. What do you think the next piece is? Oh, here's fifteen hundred or two thousand or five thousand right. for this. You've already said you're okay doing things for money now. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, and I didn't say anything, and then she sent like a long message because I said, yeah, tonight's not gonna work, and I think she suspected. She goes. This is over the paid date thing, isn't it? And I go, whatever you do on your your thing is your business. I go, I just can't invest my time in that. Right. I go, I understand you're struggling. None of my business. I go, I just don't. I don't feel like taking yeah. you out, out paying for your meal yeah. for you. I like, mean, if she says like, look, let's go out to dinner, and then I'll pay for my half or something like that. Or I mean, like that's yeah. the thing though. Because it like, just came up. She's like, hey, come take me out, and pay for my yeah, meal before I go to work. That's that's the thing though. It's like, and I, was I, like no. I always like every time I go out with, with friends of mine or something like that. I always she assume, never was like that before. Yeah, either, I always which is, yeah, I always assume that okay, they might split the bill or something like that. Yeah. I never assumed that, but yeah, especially like but, but like you know, like, the, the people say, "Hey, dinner's on me." They always tell me up. Yeah, oh, I have no problem it's usually like, paying. Like, I just know, don't, it just rubs me wrong when you yeah. text me and like, "Hey, you want to come take me out for a steak dinner before I go strip?" Yeah, and like, like I was just like, eh, yeah, no. like like for me, like no, whenever whenever a friend takes me out to dinner, I always try to. Um, not sexual favors, but like return to favors, because I know JD's gonna 
butt in this conversation. Wait, what? The, I just no, heard what, that whenever you go out to dinner, well, you guys go, return favors. Rewind. Yeah, exactly. Rewind. So, no, when, whenever I go out to dinners with friends and stuff like that, at least I'll return a favor by, like, doing something else, like helping with the computers. See? Exactly, that face. So, but, like, helping I feel like out. you should have set this up a little better. Yeah. I know. We're going to get that edit, editor, Mike, if we could just get that clip. No, but to, where, to every podcast. time, like, a, you know, a friend of mine offers to, to, to pay for dinner and stuff You do like things that. for him. I do, you know, but not sexually. You've said that several times yeah. now. I feel like I feel like that might have happened a time or two. <laughs> where, where, hey, where there's smoke, there's fire. That's all I'm saying. Firing Guys, all I'm going right to say is nothing sexual <laughs> happened. Nothing happened. happened. Trust me, nothing happened. I just fixed the other computer. Than I fixing swear. The computer I was just fixing the computer or fixing the light fixtures. Trust me, nothing else happened. You know, there was a bottle of wine involved, or I did. Uh, no, nothing else happened. Oh, Joe. No, so the more but, we learn about you on this yeah. podcast. But no, like that's the thing, though. I un- I understand because like I know. There, you know, with the industry I'm in, there's a lot of girls that does, you know, do dates, pay dates and stuff like that. But I also know girls who doesn't do it and they get proposition all the time. All the, they, that's it, the thing. They all get proposition. They, they all that, get proposition because of what they do in their, in their, in their field. But, you know, like to me, like, look, they're each their own, you know, like, I guess what, you know, they, they have to make a decision, you know, with their bodies or whatever they yeah. want to do it or not. But um, dating them is another thing. It's not. It's not. That's why I try to say. I like, it's one thing if somebody did it and then got out of it. Because I've met there's, and I, I know one right now that the girl I told you about, the Asian, she's the smartest one I've ever seen. Like she just bought her second house, has money saved, yeah. and like, but and then she has a regular job on top of it. She's for her own for her own words to keep her normal. Yeah. But she's still involved in that industry. My thing is. If you're involved in that, you're just in a in, you're in a bad atmosphere to begin with. Yeah, for sure. Whether it doesn't matter how good you're constantly around drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. and the worst of worst of people. Typically, yes. that like, and, and I say the worst of worst. Like, you're just in heathens. A, you're around a bunch of heathens. Heathens. Yeah. Bunch of heathens. Taking well, their clothes off for money. Cocks and tits. Yeah. What's funny is that like I had an argument. I, don't know. That was like, I think I why I was talking. About but I had this. an argument with my ex uh, my ex roommate from college because uh, from Chicago. So I just made a comment about Chicago and stuff like that. Little little rub in Chicago because it's it's a. What do you have against Chicago? It's just really expensive there. Very expensive. Very expensive there. Very. <laughs> I but like the Joe, weather. I feel like if somebody confronts you, your voice goes high. Like, I kind of feel like I'm Jerry Seinfeld when he gets like hey. very very you know when he tries to Chicago do his punchline. Pizza. Yeah. So, but we got a huge argument, and then like because. So when, when you say, wait, you got an argument and you go, Chicago sucks. That was kind of like he, he took it that way. Okay. That's why I, I just made a comment about the Chicago Cubs fans. And then he, I would have me. loved to hear you angry. Like, I'm not, fuck your Chicago Cubs fans. It wasn't fans. angry. The funny thing is I wasn't angry. I was just making a comment about okay. it. Okay. You know, just like, just putting on Facebook, just like, oh yeah, Cubs fans are like this too. And then he took offense of it oh. and then got, then we went on this going back and forth. I'm just ribbing each other and I'm like, you know, like I'm. Just correcting him as like, oh, by the way, it's spelled this way or whatever. Just like yeah. kind of like rubbing jabs, it in. Yeah. jabs, Because like we're roommates in college and we did the same thing. And so, you know, talk about me living in Vegas. It's like I hate when people who move off Chicago and then also talk shit about Chicago. It's like, well, part of the reason why I'm moving off Chicago because it's so expensive to live there. It's just like in L.A. Yeah. You know, people are going to move out because they can't live there. And so and then and I, I, make, I basically told him, it's like, hey, do you live in Chicago? It's like, oh no, I don't want to. I don't want to deal with that noise. And it's like, then why are you defending something that you don't live in? Yeah. He's like, well, my, Chicago's my city. It's like you live sixty miles away from Chicago. He's like, well, I work there. It's like, so we're just going back and forth, and I'm like catching him on, 
all this stuff. And then he, he said that, oh, th you, live, you, you live in a city full of whores and clowns. And I'm like... Do we have a good clown district here? Well, there's a circus circus. <laughs> there's a circus circus down there, so I'm assuming there's clowns. But I mean, this is your city. You, you were born and raised here. I never had a clown for any of my birthdays. No. I think I would be... We should have I don't a, understand. We should have a we should actually well, your do an interview. Be next month, right? I was going to say before we We should, we next should have a birthday party and have clowns. No. I'm, <laughs> I feel like then you'll be another one of your wood rocket projects. You'll be the clowns with boners walking around and everything. <laughs> Blue Chew. Well, sponsored by Blue Chew. I'll be so out of my mind drunk. And I I think I'm off. This is the first time I'm going to be off for my birthday. Last year I depressingly spent my birthday in Kansas City for a shit appearance. Oh no. And uh, went to a Hooters and just had chicken wings and then went back to my hotel room and like just I was like, oh, why the man. fuck do I take bookings on my birthday? Mm. And uh, but I don't celebrate my birthday either. Since I, I don't I don't either. I don't. I don't get excited over like uh, no. I feel like I'd rather just like if I go out like we go out to dinner or something like that. That's pretty much it. We need to we need to we need to if we go out, we should do something big for if yeah, it's planned can. and like for a birthday. That would be that would be pretty fun because yeah. I haven't done anything forever, and I don't really. I'm not like. I wouldn't even want to celebrate my birthday. I just wanted would want to just go yeah, out. Yeah, I was like, I don't want people to know it's my birthday. I was birthday. excited about October because uh, Fright Dome. Because um, of what? You know, a Fright Dome and a whole Circus Circus. Oh, the super the not super dome. The, the Fright Fest or Fright is a Fright Fest or Fright Fright Dome. The that, but that the what's the would, park called there? I think either. It's not Fright Dome during the regular. No, it's something. I forgot what it was. Circus Circus. It's um, the dome thing. Uh, I gotta look it up. It used to it used to be one name, and they changed the name of it. I went there a couple times. I actually went to a birthday party there when I was a kid. Yeah. Bradley Thompson had a birthday. Maybe it was my birthday there actually. Yeah, I gotta look at my phone because I don't even. So Circus Circus has the dome. Adventure. Adventure Dome. That's Adventure right. Dome. Adventure Dome. Yes. And then during the during the month of uh, October, they would have Fright Fest. Yeah. Fright Dome for Halloween. For Halloween, and um, but they would you know for I think for like forty bucks you can get in there and go on the rides and have they have like mazes. Are there a lot of rides there? There's like three roller coaster rides. Okay. So, but if you go there. Um, not during October. I think it's like individual. You have to pay to each, ride yeah. each ride. But during the month of October, you pay a you know one fee, one ticket, and you can Ooh. go on the rides as many times as you want. But I found out that this year they stopped doing it. I guess the company that was usually doing it for 15 years, I guess they 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 lost the contract or something like that. So they're not doing uh, it. But I haven't been to a good. Uh, I I went to some uh, the Halloween. Um, do you go to haunted houses and stuff? I like that? haven't. That's what the haunted houses. I haven't been to one in forever. I went to. I went one in. That'd the, be fun to go. Hammer well, to. I think it's all high like, too. Maybe I don't. I don't get scared. Maybe I should get high. That's what I'm saying. If we I don't got, get, I don't get we, scared easily. We need a group of people though, and then we we drink and we smoke and just solely for the story for the podcast. Dude, I we can hear stories where Ryback punches, you know, scare. <laughs> no, I don't think I would do anything of that right. nature. That's, <laughs> Do you one of your finishing moves or something? I feel like you'd be a bad influence if we go out. <laughs> do know, it, do it. Punch the clown. No, but Shell last year I went to um, Halloween Horror Nights at yeah. Universal Studios, and so I went with a few buddies of mine. They get scared easily, but like I would like just, grown men. Yeah, grown men like my age, and so <laughs> well, like that's de is it, that might be debatable then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what. It, but are they also? Never mind. I'm not going to say that. No, but but thing is though, like I don't really get scared. I guess because I, because I, I'm, my brain is processing. I was like, all right, this is where the guys are to come in the corner and scare it. I was like, oh, predict, you know, because my brain's predicting 
the scare. You need to be drunk and, and high, Joe, yeah, when you go there. You need to, there. You need to get because my brain. It's like bowling. You're overthinking everything. Yeah. You need to. We need to get a little bit. So of, like, you know, maybe a little LSD too. But something to what really, really what was really, um, so we were waiting in line for the purge. I think uh, horror uh, maze or something like that. And all of a sudden, we're waiting in line. It was a huge line, and so all of a sudden, I see people started scattering. And I thought it was like one of, I thought it was part of the attraction. Like maybe there's a yeah. scare, maybe a short person kind of scaring people, whatever. Yeah. A I look down, there's a little mouse. And then everyone's like all scared of the mouse. And I'm like, and then there was a few guys trying to step on it, but he was like running back and forth. Oh. And I was like, I don't want to do it. So I'm the only one. That Somebody should have went, if I would have saw that, I would have go and punched the guy in the face, yeah. I think, if I so saw So I that. actually went down and actually grabbed the mouse and walked over to a tree. Yeah. And then I Set him down. Why he the might... fuck would someone try to stop? Oh. I know. I like. I don't not want. This is to why I hate people, man. Yeah. With a, like people, we live in. Ugh. But yeah, I was. Yeah, I was wearing. It's funny. I was wearing a browser's hat, and I was grabbing <laughs> the mouse. The mouse. And so, so as I was holding the mouse, you're one of the most interesting characters I've ever met, Asian. I know. Joe. I am. I'm pretty weird. And so, <laughs> um, so it's funny. I like you though because you save mouses. That I is... save mouses. Mouse. Mouse. Mice. You're like the mice. 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 Yeah. It was a mouse. But it was a mouse. My, is it, it was a was a one mouse. Is but it a mouse? They save you save mice. You save mice. So you say it. I was saving a, ma- a mouse. I love mouse. <laughs> I love lamp. <laughs> so I was carrying it, the the animal in my hand. Creature. <laughs> the creature, and people started. It was like parting to a T. Like I was like everyone's like started running away. It's like I should have went the other way to the front line. <laughs> He's like, by the way, I have a mouse. Mal- yeah, here. mouse in your pocket. Yeah, he's like, hey, can, can you let us get in front? <laughs> but I just set him up uh, next to a tree. He let it, let yeah. Him, let it go. But yeah, it was, but that was. That's not something you step on. It's not like a cockroach or something. Even no. then, it's, God. But yeah. Well, Joe, Joe would have Joe picked the cockroach up, too. And he yeah, ate it. Yeah, yeah, saved it for later. Yeah, put it Take it home and throw it on the frying pan. Yeah, cover it with chocolate. Oh. <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't know. So. Oh, I just got a message from Big Mike for Northeast Wrestling. The show's on November 9th. This is Watch. He's going to want to book me for the show on November 9th. Oh, that's I already know. Uh-huh. It is my birthday weekend. But I don't think I'm going to take it this no. year. You should just relax and have fun. Yeah, because I'm off until the 28th. Cause, oh, that's another thing before we take a break. So I had the, and I told JD about this. I was scheduled to wrestle <clears throat> 10 shows. And luckily, so again, everything financially where I don't rely on this stuff. Thank God. But like this talk about shitty independent wrestling. And this isn't like and there's some good ones and whatnot. Northeast wrestling is one of the fucking great ones. Mm-hmm. This fucking guy in fucking Michigan, I don't know anything about the guy, but I get a contract and he wants to book for ten shows for a good amount of, of, of fucking coin. And uh I should have taken half up front. We got a, a decent amount up front, but should have taken half. Mm-hmm. And uh, because the problem with that is, is you get all the people start wanting to book you on these dates, but it was a contract for 10, for like 10 weekends straight or for 10 out of the 12 weeks. And uh, I get there. And the first show, I'm a surprise appearance, which I put it up on my Instagram before. But he had big cast there, Matt Stryker, MVP, and, and some other people. Didn't advertise me. He wanted me to be a surprise appearance at the end of the night, 
which I said to him, I go, like, I go, why wouldn't you advertise me for months in advance? Mm -hmm. It will only help. I go, you, nobody's going to know I'm going to be there. Yeah. So it doesn't, like, you're not making any money off of me. No. You're just paying me this money, and, like, it, it's a stupid fucking decision. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I didn't realize, the guy, I get there, it's a kid running the show, so I don't know how he had money, probably got it from his parents, whatever, but I already knew when I saw the attendance for the first show, it was like, between 150 and 200 people, oh, wow. which is fine. Yeah. But it, it wasn't, it's not good for the amount of people, the guys he was paying there yeah, and what he sure. was paying. I already knew, I go, oh, this is bad. And, uh, and sure enough, he came up with a, a bullshit reason. He canceled the shows. And, uh, and I just let him know. And I wasn't, didn't say anything like bad. And it's, there's, what are we going to do? But it's just like, there's a lot of people out of bookings. So it seems like, it seems like, like this must be a kid that was a huge wrestling fan. He wanted and, to run a wrestling show, and like, and show and but it, he didn't plan it. It wasn't it wasn't mapped out all the way, right. and he didn't draw what he should have drawn, mm -hmm. and for the for the people he had there. That was where, where but was that, that comes into advertising and stuff too. What city was, what city was that? It was outside of Detroit. It oh, was in okay. I forget where we were at, but it was Detroit out. is like a huge wrestling. Isn't yeah, it? but it was out. It was like an hour outside of Detroit. Oh, in uh, forty five minutes an hour out. It was one of the smaller towns. Okay, it was just one of the. It, it was. You don't ever want to say like anything bad, but it was just like one of those. I can't get booked on anything remotely close because usually you got to do that months in advance mm -hmm. to promote. So it's just like, I don't mind. I like having the time off because for my stem cells, then we do two more here at the end of November, I think, or December. And then I got, I got some other bookings that I had. So it's just like, but God damn, man, it's, uh, people, you book people. It's like, why would you, you don't, you don't take up 10 dates and you, you can't even right. like you, even you couldn't even one. get through one, <laughs> yeah. but JD they just, about. they have no clue how expensive it is. And they don't realize that sometimes a little doesn't go a long way in terms of promoting. You have oh, to no. do a lot to get yeah. a little and you know, they'll do a little and think, okay, well let's see. And then they don't promote, but they also think too, well, I'm going to, I want to, I want to be like Vince or, you know, Oh, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to be as big as Vince. I'm just trying to be the, you know, the Vince of Michigan or, or whatever, right? Like they it's start all the same. They're all the same. It's yeah, they, they start thinking like that, and then it's like, well, I need to have several recognizable names on yeah. my show. Like, heaven forbid you start with one. Which and build all you up. need. Any, all you, need, build, all you need is one name. Build it up and then add more as, you know, as needed, but not... You don't need that in the beginning, so they go. The ability is a promotion too, where you got a certain amount of fans that you get out regular. Like Northeast Wrestling, Big Mike always draws thousands of people because he has he's established, mm -hmm. and he can get away with that. So, but continue, sorry. Well, but it's just like you know they 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 blow their load right in the beginning, and they spend a ton of money. You know, I told you there was a guy uh, in Florida that I worked for, and we he only ended up running one show a year for like three years. He spent a ridiculous amount of money on the show. I remember the first one, and I thought, well, that's it. He's never running again. And about a year later, I get a call saying, hey, can I have another one? We're hoping that it's going to lead to more here. And I was like, show cake, count me in. Go ahead and did the show, same thing. It's just like, oh, God, like just you could feel the blood loss. And then the third show, I never expected the third show. And this time it was down in Miami. And I had the address, and I told you, you know, I pulled up, and it was the Bank of America Arena. Yep. And I'm like, I'm looking around. I was like, no, no, no. There's got to be, like, a little convention spot or something. Like, this guy did not book a goddamn arena. Yeah. 
I walk in, and I instantly go to uh, somebody who works there, and I said, what's the attendance of this building? And they're like, oh, at full capacity, like 9,600. And I was like, what the fuck? This guy drew like maybe 200 people yeah. the, the year before, and maybe 200 people the year before that. I was like... Playing it safe? Just playing... Didn't, just precautionary. Yeah. Didn't want to, you and, know, and he had, he had about, to turn away. He had probably about six six names on the show. Four of them were in a tag match against each other, which is never... You know, why would you spend six, seven, eight thousand dollars on a single match? But the most while expensive we're, indie match ever. Yeah. So while we're standing there, I googled the uh, the building to see how much it cost, and you know, it didn't give me the approximate amount, but it was, you know, I think it was somewhere at least north of like twenty grand or something. And to, you know, I mean, it was a full size. It was a basketball arena. Um, you know, you got to think of the staff that they brought in to work the arena that comes with the packages you don't get to pick and choose you got to pay for parking you got to pay for like parking spots you have to rent yeah outside the building like they'll give you x amount with your with the thing but you have to rent extra spots security the ushers you know somebody working concession you got to hire all these people and i mean i remember i was thinking that this guy probably lost 30 to 40 grand easily on just that show, and then he never ran again after that, so finally we were, <laughs> but it's just like, what do you, and then I told you, I found out the guy, he worked at Disneyland. Yeah. And uh, somebody told me what his job was, and I asked somebody else that I knew that worked at Disneyland, and I was like, what does somebody like that get paid over there? And like, I don't know, about 15 bucks an hour, and I'm like, holy shit, like, we're, I, I don't know where he's getting the money. And uh, they usually it comes across. They get they find they get it and then they they blow it pretty quickly. Hmm. It, it's it, it's one of the worst unless you know what you're absolutely doing. It's doing running a professional wrestling show is probably the last thing you should invest your money in, in my opinion. Outside unless you completely know what you're doing, but just for the amount of work and hassle that everything is, and, and it it it's a, it's a you never know what you're gonna get. But I think we need to we're gonna talk about. We had some requests to bring up. Um, the, the Saudi Arabia deal, okay. everything going on over there with that and uh, with WWE too. And uh, we'll touch on that a little bit and uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Ryback invented this. Ryback invented that. You've all seen the made up headlines, but the one thing the big guy Ryback did invent is feed me more nutrition. All natural sports nutrition for men and women. Available on feedmemore.com and Amazon. Check out FeedMeMore.com and click on our monthly specials for our Wake Up Unlimited Energy Cherry Limeade, buy one, get one half off, and vanilla, iso-hungry, grass-fed, prebiotic-enhanced protein isolate, buy one, get one half off. We have something for everybody with Feed Me More Nutrition, so swing by the website and check it out for yourself. Feed. Me. More. All right, we're back. And I think we'll just jump right in into the main main topic of what's going on this week is uh, dealing with Saudi Arabia and uh, everything going off. Did uh, Joe? Do you want to to recap kind of a quick kind of what's going on um, for the listeners out there? So there is a Saudi journalist named Jamal Khashoggi. Oh, sorry if I missed my. Name. So he went to on October second. He went to the Saudi consulate in. 
Turkey, Istanbul, Turkey. He is a journalist also. He that, yeah, that lives here that. in the yeah. States. Yep. He, he did. Uh, he was a journalist for the Washington Post. Yep. He just went in to get, I think, a marriage license or something like that, or he was going to get married. And then after October 3rd, his family said, hey, he's missing. And so um, the Saudi says, no, he left. But we don't know anything about it. I mean, yeah. And so then the Turkish, I guess, um, like investigators said that, no, he's probably dead. In, and he probably died. They had they, proof or something. They, they, they probably was, had proof and stuff like yeah. that. And so they, they were saying that the, the royal court, somewhere in the royal court of the Saudis, said that uh, they put an assassination on him. Because he's he's been writing, he's been critical of Criti the Saudi, critical of over of there. Saudi, Saudi government. There was footage of him walking in, and not, and they had no footage of him coming out. Right, I believe, and they were they were uh, uh, they were asked to provide that footage, and they which they couldn't, mm -hmm. uh, if I'm not mistaken on that. But it's uh, a pretty big ordeal. So JD, and you know more about this kind of to everything going on. Supposedly now. Uh, as far as the United States, wasn't the, what was the thing that was going on over there that a bunch of people are pulling out from? Uh, there was some, uh, I guess you would call it a big meeting, and uh, world leaders and, and other very important people were all going to attend it, and a lot of, you know, high-profile business people and, you know, guys like... Um, I can't believe his name is skipping my mind. The, the, the CEO of Virgin... Um, Richard Branson, yeah, Branson, yeah, you know, there are a lot of people like him who are, they're, they're not going. Uh, there are uh, major organizations that have either suspended business with the Saudis and or canceled upcoming projects with them altogether. Um, and it is a situation of, you know, our president was asked about it and he said, you know, we don't like it one bit. But then his son-in-law, uh, Jared Kushner, actually brokered a uh, hundred-plus billion-dollar arms deal with the Saudis, and he is quite concerned about the status of that because apparently, to date, they have only actually paid about fourteen billion, yeah, uh, uh, under billion. So he said that he's just going to, you know, keep an eye on it and, and wait for the facts. However, Turkish intelligence says they they know that he's dead. And he was chopped up, most likely chopped up while he's still alive, too, uh, with a bone saw, no less. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, this brings us to WWE, who's running the show. And there's been a lot of uh, opinions that they should not run the show, um, especially because, you know, prior to today, it, it was like, there's some people saying, well, he's allegedly dead. It's like, listen, he went into the consulate and he never came out. Yeah. So either he was, there's no was, sign or traces of him. So. Yeah, so either he was kidnapped or he was murdered. I mean, there's no other choices. Yeah, and no, it's, not, uh, it's not good. And then, of course, uh, there was a group of people from Saudi Arabia that flew in on a private plane yeah. by the, the Saudi royal family. They flew in that morning flew out that afternoon or that night. Yep, right after they said. And uh, so it's kind of one of those things where it's pretty obvious what happened. And um, just because, you know, the guy has a permanent resident, he's a green card uh, holder, you know, and for people who don't know, someone who has a green card 
has all the rights and privileges of an American citizen, and the only thing that they're not allowed to do is vote. But everything else, taxes, everything, they're basically an American citizen. So this guy is essentially, he's an American. And there's a lot of controversy around it. And, you know, WWE is in the middle of some of that because they're the show's coming up here and they haven't said anything about either postponing the show and or canceling it. They just said they're going to sort of keep an eye on it. But it's uh, one of those things where, the, you know, the deal with Saudi Arabia, it's a 10-year ten, ten deal. I don't know. I ask you about that, how that weighs in. They're, they're under a 10-year deal for that contractually. And I don't think any of us know the answer to that. What the, what the no, it's it's hard to say because nobody nobody really knows the terms of the contract. And if they are you know, contract, so that like in these, like this isn't of a to bashing WWE, supporting WWE. It's not just it's just observing the situation. Nobody really knows that what that is though, right now, and what they can or can't do. But no, I think the 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 layman's terms that have been leaked or whatever is that, you know, the, the contract is for them to run like two to three shows per year for the next 10 years. Um, I don't know if there's fixed dates on there. Probably not, you know, cards subject to change kind of thing, yeah. but um, it doesn't look good that they are taking the money and, and doing this upcoming show, at least because, there's a lot of businesses bigger than them and a lot of people who are wealthier and more powerful than Vince who are saying, listen, it's not, we have, we can't condone this. We can't, you know, do business with them right now or possibly forever. And there's other people who have arrangements with them too, but essentially by going through with it right now, you are, I don't want to say you're condoning them, but it's just, it, you don't look good going through it no not at all and i would imagine from a talent standpoint and again i think in all fairness the event's not till november 2nd they do have time to switch things up if they do choose which i think is only fair like it's as of right now nothing has been changed supposedly yeah because they're still trying to get more information (laughs) in which we should know probably in the next day or two by the sounds of everything what's coming out I find it extremely hard for them to go through with that once this is made "quote unquote" official, um, which all signs point to that. Which they very well could be could be waiting for that the official announcement. Okay, we can't go through with this. So, in just in all fairness on that, but from a talent standpoint, I think it would be because I've wrestled over there. Is it Riyadh? Yeah, and uh, we went over there. They treated us great over there, and but it's one of the only places, and I, I think I've mentioned this before, none of us were allowed to leave the hotel, mm-hmm. and uh, they actually had a, a beautiful hotel, and they had a great hotel gym there, actually, too, or, or a very solid one to do a good workout in. But I remember, like, even, like, Cena didn't leave. He wasn't allowed to go. We Everyone would usually take a van, and they'd have shuttles to go to the, the gyms, and, and uh, he would usually go find one no matter what, and... And I remember when I saw that he wasn't leaving, and I was like, okay, there's definitely. And then the, the, the rumor was, and again, I can't tell you this is 100% true or not. I don't know. The rumor was that the beheadings go on down the road from where we were staying. Oh, wow. Which I imagine there's multiple places if that's, a, you know. Mm-hmm. But that airport and, and flying out of there, I remember we had a, our, our couple WWE security guards. It's like, 
<clears throat> it's probably one of the only times I've like not felt completely comfortable. Just as far as you're in that environment. Again, everybody treated great. No, nothing bad about over there. Nothing with the fans. It's just more of, it's a bad situation to, with this going on, with tensions are probably going to be extremely high mm-hmm. once this all comes out. If you do go through with it, your business revolves around human lives, the talent. Mm-hmm. So it's not like another business where it's like, and even these other businesses that are pulling out of things, their, their core of their business isn't human, human lives. So I think with that, you got to be very protective of the talent in this kind of situation. And the money, and it sucks, and I get it. They want, they want the money. It's a huge money deal for them. It sucks on all ends of, if that is broken up. But sometimes in life, and a lot of times, in a lot of different situations, there's more important things than money. I think everybody in, in, in fans of wrestling and in just people in general would agree with that the, the, the wrestlers' lives are far more important than, than the money that's going to be made on these shows. Not to say I don't think anything would ever happen to any of them. Like I said, we're all treated great anytime we've gone over there and, uh, and whatnot. It's just that timing-wise, it's not a good time right now. Well, yeah. I mean, especially if the, if the government was involved. Yeah. No, I know. It, it's in the, the royal family and that, those are the people that are at the show. And yeah. It's just uh, I'm hoping they, they, they're just waiting for everything to be official and then they, they, they move the event to somewhere else. The event goes on still. They do the network special, but maybe move it to a di- even at least for this next one until they can. You know what I mean? It, it's just well, no matter what, they're in a predicament because you know you look at some of the matches on the show and some of the guys competing in those matches. They're only doing it because of the amount of money. money. It's it's a it's ridiculous amount of money. Taker and Sean alone and Hunter probably for that tag match Kane. That's a, a multi-million dollar match. All multi-million dollars. Million dollars for those. You guys. know, t- take Taker's gonna be getting. He's got to be getting at least a million. And I remember after the last. This is all speculative. Se- we don't know this for sure, but we're as uh, you tend it, to. Well, there's been good sourcing yeah. that you know Taker when he does big shows like WrestleMania or whatever. Yeah. It's it's at least a million, right? And then there was good sourcing after the last Saudi show that. They had offered Sean a million to do that show, and he said no. Yeah. And now he's doing this one. So, hypothetically, I, I highly doubt they came back and said, well, we'll give you 1.1. What do you no, say? Yeah, yeah. It was probably <laughs> like, at least double, like you said, or triple. Probably, probably double. Well, people need to understand, too, is this all sounds like a lot of money to us and to, to, to the Americans and to the wrestlers, but the Saudi family is worth $1.4 trillion. Yeah. So to put that into context, like I think. To them. Well, W. What's WWE getting for the show? Like twenty-five million or something? I don't know the specific. It's a lot it's, of money, it's, more than they. Yeah, but but. It's, yeah, it's it's some something to that effect, right? Yeah. Let's. You could even say fifty million dollars, right? Just. Well, if you take fifty million in relation to the Saudis' net worth, to the average person, that's like the equivalent of like five bucks. Yeah. And it's crazy to think fifty million dollars, but that's just how much money they have. Yeah, they they have been. Well, yeah, they've been kings, uh, you know, since the seventeen hundreds. They've had control of the oil forever, and every single member of the family is a multi, multi, multi billionaire. Yeah. 
So, and this is another reason why um, Saudi Arabia never really gets in trouble, so to speak, um, with things that take place. Like, no, it, it, the, the craziest thing to me was last year when the missing pages from the 9-11 report, the redacted pages, were released. Uh, in, those, in, in those pages, it said that, you know, because there was that missing $100,000 or whatever for, for that the one wiring that they couldn't figure out. Yeah. Well, in the, in the missing pages from the 9-11 report, the redacted pages, when it got released last year, it said it was Saudi Arabia who was behind part of it. And there was no outrage. There was no, I couldn't believe it. it was just like, oh, all right. And I'm like, really? We've been waiting since 2003 when the report was completed to find out uh, um, one of these big pieces of the puzzle. And nobody could figure out either why this, these pages were redacted all this time because they're not our foe, but, you know, we have a very complicated... Yeah, they're comp they're a complicated ally, right? And a lot of it revolves around money and oil. Basically, all of it revolves around money and oil. All of it and, and arms. And they they Saudi Arabia has issues with uh, Iran, and so does the United States. So, you know, it's like a frenemy type situation amongst other things. And uh, but they never because of the oil. You know, everybody is so dependent on oil. Like, can you imagine if Saudi Arabia said, "We're cutting you guys off tomorrow"? Yeah, no. It's... We would be, we would be out of gas. We would be out of jet fuel. We would be out of everything in a matter of how long? Because we would run out of our own reserve reserves and where we get it from elsewhere. I mean, I can't remember what they said we we take from the Saudis. I think it's close to thirty percent. Yeah. So we're sort of at their mercy in a sense because we're still such an oil dependent uh economy world well civilization right so it's uh i don't know i just it's number two supplier of oil to the united states there you go who's number one so they they import they import uh 7.9 million barrels of crude oil per day a uh, sizable chunk come from saudi arabia um I'm assuming the oil's coming from. So either way, there's just a lot going on lot. in this situation, and uh, but hopefully, they once the, this all comes out, maybe I think I think it's just fair to give it a little more time. The event hasn't happened yet. They and uh, I always try to like look at things and not to say, oh, they blah blah blah, but they should you know. Hopefully, for the sake of the talent and everyone involved, and, and for the doing. Probably shouldn't do this. Oh, Canada. But... We get most of our... Really? Yeah, number one supplier is Canada. Well, the, 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 the one thing people need to remember why this matters is because the guy's a journalist. Yes. So what's the First Amendment in the United States? Freedom of speech, right? And freedom of the press. So it's... You, you don't have to agree with someone's opinion. You don't have to like somebody's opinion, but they're entitled to their opinion. And it is the job of, of the press, usually, to report facts. And then, you know, obviously, every, depending where you get your news, there's always a slant. But when somebody posts a story and you don't like their take on the story, if you just go and have them chopped up, 
like you like we don't live that way yeah no right like that's oh yeah you know screw that guy or to hell with that guy but you're like oh really he wrote this on me okay well let's just go cut him up then no it's barbaric well it is right it's no it's so uh, it's not it's not acceptable so it's uh it's it's a shit situation and i think but hopefully once all this comes out and is made official like we've said We'll see what they do. I, 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 I would think they're going to run the show somewhere else. I think the show goes on. I think they do it somewhere else. Maybe Dubai or something? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where they would do I don't know. I just think they have time to sort that out. They're obviously, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit them. They're going to have to pay for that, though, because the matches all that, are there, the, advertised. The, ma- the matches are, ma- yeah. Yeah, it's an, that's an expensive card for them on this one. But the end of the day, there's more important things sometimes. They already make enough as it is. So, but that's our take on it. And uh, it sucks. It, it, it's extremely unfortunate. And uh, heart and uh, positive th- thoughts go out to that journalist family, journalist family and friends and loved ones. And I can't even. It's a horrible situation. Mm-hmm. To even think about so that video watching them go in is creepy too to me just seeing that because it's we all know that wasn't good so but with that i think we uh do some tips of the week turn this around a little bit some positivity and then then rapid fire plugs again this week <laughs> i'm gonna see how fast i can do my plugs tired this week <clears throat> Tips of the week. Yay. Book of the week. Make time. How to focus on what matters every day by Jake Knapp and John Zaratsky. You can read your hand high, right? Yeah, I wrote this two weeks ago, so I had to look a little. I, I scribbled, scribble sometimes. Quote of the week. Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. Albert Einstein. Nutrition tip of the week. Mix up your fasting. Like I said, I've been doing uh, 18 hours fasting, six hours eating, and then I do a one day. Uh, my, my, my fifth day of fasting is a keto day. The other days are carb days, low fats. Fifth day is a keto day, followed up by a cheat day where I wake up, eat till 5.30, and then fast for 24 hours, and then resume the 18-hour the fast. But uh, don't be afraid to mix it up. Throw a regular eating day in there so that you're not fasting every single day. And uh, just, just, it, it is, uh, just keep, mix it up a little bit for yourself so you don't, you don't always have to do the same thing every single day. And, uh, and look into the other benefits of, of intermittent fasting for longer than, than just anywhere from that 12 to 16 hour window. There, there's more health benefits outside of that window as well. Workout tip of the week. Do your cardio whenever you prefer. I've always, you hear people say, when do you do your cardio? Some people like to do it before. Some people like to do it after their workout. I personally always like to do it after my workout. I could do my burpees. I could do my my elliptical. I have more than enough energy. I stretch first. Some people, though, like to to do their cardio first and whatnot. And then some people say, well, you're going to zap your strength. And everybody is different. Everyone... Do what works best for you. There's no one correct way to do anything. 
Take in information that you get, but don't be afraid to try things for yourself and find what you like best. And that's my tips of the week. Okay. I think we're all, all asleep this week. Either that or just I'm putting you to sleep this yeah. week. This sleepy episode. Yeah. Um, so we're we doing uh, plugs or? I mean, yeah, if you want. Here? If you want people to. No. Well, you don't have to. It's optional. Right. Optional, but no, Joe. Um, Pass. I actually, this is kind of a serious tone. A little sad. But uh, I want to wish condolences to Rick Garcia. His brother passed away. Um, he's one of the photographers for a lot of the uh, the events for the adult side. Okay. Um, also, to Jesse Jones, his grandmother passed away. So it's kind of – so I, those guys are great. Um, I'm good friends with them. And so uh, I wish them the best to him, them and their families. But um, you could find me on web – uh, AsianJoe.com, uh, and you can follow me on Twitter, uh, Webmaster Joe, and then also on Instagram, Webmaster Joe. Good deal, JD. Well, I would like to give a shout out to Tony across the pond in the UK. He sent uh, several uh, long emails to me recently expressing his uh, enjoyment of the show and. He has listened to the podcast since day one, and he actually believes that the trio over here is is the best version of the podcast, and he likes the dynamic and I how we uh, how we uh, the tone of the show as well, just the 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 humor aspect and all that. But he uh, Tony seems like a smart guy. He's a super intelligent guy. His IQ is up to guys I've ever not met. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. <laughs> so appreciate it. We, uh, you know, there's some uh, feedback in there. You know, it's a lot more specific on the things that he likes or sp- certain episodes and whatnot. What does, Got, he, what does he hate? He, he actually is not, he, no nothing. He, he loves the show, Joe. No. 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 Hey, there's always po- positive negative. I think he likes yin, yin and yang and sometimes, it, you know. No, the only the uh, the only thing he said was that you know the previous uh, uh, co-host, not uh, um, what was her name, Phoenix? not Phoenix. You're saying not the Phoenix. one before, yeah? No, 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 no. It was, it was Phoenix. Oh, okay, Phoenix. Yeah. He he just said that at times it got uh, too too sexual. Yeah. Yeah, and he said that there was too many, too many sexual person. Yeah, she she did go overboard. I actually just messaged her the other day to rub in the Patriots be, uh, being oh, head of the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's a, and he's a, I did that last that. year. The only time I talked shit to her, I was, the Patriots were up the beginning. I was actually in back east for a show, and then the uh, Chiefs, Chiefs came, came back, back and beat them. And so I did the same thing. This they were up again, yeah. and then they literally came back and went ahead at the end. And I go, "Fuck me!" The yeah. two times I do this, and then they came back and beat them, and I didn't hear back from her after. Uh, so okay. Right. I still love you, Phoenix. Rams are the only undefeated team now. Yeah. It's my, Barely. It's my dad's team. Cool. But, uh, no, she could get a little uh, a little bit too much sexual at times. I can do that, too. You do it a little bit. You're not nearly as bad as, like. No. Joe's more subtle. He just talks yeah. about giving, giving favors. Yeah, you're like, you, you still, <laughs> like, you, the wording's a lot better. Phoenix, <laughs> we could be talking about, like, going out to dinner. Then before you know it, it's. Talking oh, about, about a fist upper. I remember about tea bags. So yeah, there was a lot. It was, and there was no. It was just zero to a hundred. That's true. But that, but some people loved it. People loved it. Yeah. 
It's so it's teaser own. I mean, we still Tony didn't like it, but other people. But yeah. but we still miss her. We've got, yeah, we'll times. get her back on occasionally. Yeah, to come in. So uh, to ruin the dynamic of that Tony likes so much. Yeah, Tony just starts writing JD shit emails. Yeah. Uh, JD, so you want to advertise your belts? Well, I just want to add to that real quick. You know, we encourage people, don't be afraid. Like, the first thing he said in his first emails, he emailed me through my website. And he's like, I apologize for uh, emailing you through your website, but I'm not on social media. And it's like, it doesn't matter. If if we say it on the podcast, if it's in our plugs, yeah. you can contact us there through there. And we appreciate any and all feedback. I told Tony, um, like I tell everybody else who emails about the show, if you have any suggestions on topics or guests or uh, anything in particular that you would like us to discuss we are very open to ideas and uh, we are willing to talk about whatever so just drop us a line and let us know and speaking of which you too on itunes yes absolutely review he emailed me through my website which is ironattitudebelts.com there was a slight delay in the unveiling of the new website. I had to get some more graphics custom made. I'm redoing like mine too. It takes time, man. The custom belts. Why? Well, yeah, I have I have 18 images that have to be custom made with custom patterns, yeah. and because uh, I can't use a picture. And uh, but regardless, uh, so the the notification on the website is still not up about the Christmas cutoff, which is November the second. I have to stress that because people are ordering for Christmas and asking, please try and get them in before November the 2nd. If you can't place your order before November 2nd for whatever reason, but you really want a Christmas uh, to get a Christmas present for somebody, please contact me as soon as you can. Place your order and see what we can do. I will be accepting rush orders uh, until there's no more room for rush orders. and every Because basically every minute up until Christmas is going to be accounted for. And I will sacrifice my time. <laughs> Instead yeah. of doing 16-hour days, I will do 18-hour days or 19-hour days. But that li- that limited time, uh, or that time is limited, the extra time. And once that's gone, then there's literally no more time uh, to get the, the belts done and out in time for Christmas. So other than that, you can check me out on Instagram, Iron Attitude JD, And that's about it. Good deal. Shout out to Zevia as always. Still my favorite soda. And uh, hopefully be doing a little business with them. Down did, did you, did you uh, catch that sale I told you about with Zevia's? You did tell with it. Was it uh, at Sprouts? Yeah, I forgot about that. I We have a Sprouts right by our LVAC now. I, oh, I, yeah? I, we have. Um, I need to. They have more flavors in there. I'm going to actually start buying my Zevia's in there. Because they have a couple of the different flavors that than the other Whole Food right down the road for me doesn't have all the time. So. Can't go wrong with the the Zevias. I I no, well, they had a case for the same price as a six, six pack. pack. Yeah, that when you told me that, I was like, yeah, I would have I would have stocked up. <laughs> I would have I would have I would have taken they, everything they, they had. They had like ten flavors too. Yep, they must have, they must have had every flavor. It's uh, yeah, I like to mix it up and go with a different. I, I I always like Smith's only has a few of them. The one I go to, mm-hmm. so I like to go and, and go to different stores to get some more of the flavors, but. All right, try to do these. The CBD's put me to sleep today. This is like the worst. I'm like, he's gonna be in slow motion. Gonna, I'm gonna sleep great tonight. Potential investors, don't be deterred. <laughs> don't don't be deterred by the uh, the lack of energy. Yeah. 
<laughs> all right, guys. For all fan mail, please send to P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Amazon merch for Feed Me More Nutrition, Feed Me More, and the Big Guy Ryback for all your merchandise needs on Amazon. Feed Me More Nutrition on Amazon, feedmemore.com, eBay, and international orders in Las Vegas at Wise Chiropractic for personal video shoutouts from the big guy. Go to cameo.com slash the big guy Ryback. Book the big guy at yahoo.com for professional wrestling bookings. Wake up. It's feeding time. My personal motivational book available on Amazon, a paperback audible in Kindle format. Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep at your doorstep service. FuelMeals.com. Save 15% with discount code the big guy. Follow us on social media at CWTBG at Ryback22 and at FMM Nutrition on Twitter, at Feed Me More Nutrition on Facebook, at the big guy Ryback22, uh, and at Feed Me More Nutrition on Instagram, at Conversation with the Big Guy on Instagram, at Ryback247 on Snapchat. And don't, if you want to watch this show live on YouTube, not live, but in person, check it out on YouTube.com slash Feed Me More channel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to know something? Like, if if, if wrestling doesn't work out, I I, th- I think sooner than later, you keep doing the plugs this way, you're going to get that auctioneer speed going on. Or that micromazine. That was Oh, the, I, I was a big fan of the yeah. motormouth guy. Yeah, the motor yeah. Mouth guy. Yeah. As long as he's on a prompter. I got another career in that. Another career, yeah. Oh, man. All right. That does it. That's a wrap. That's it for this week's show, guys. Thank you for listening. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. Bye-bye. Feed me more.